0: Alan Waddell, part of our WWL All-State Sugar Bowl prep football crew. Alan, happy belated Thanksgiving, man. Thanks for joining us. Hey, man, no problem. Thanks for having me. You bet. So um, here we are, right? Next week? Yeah. Next week is state championship edition. Um, well, next week's the semifinals, semifinals for the You're public,
1: right. and then, the, and then the, uh, the championship's will be in two weeks. Right,
0: right. My bad. I'm, I'm reading this wrong. Anyway, so let's start with um, Class 1A, Kentwood beating Basil 44-14. Uh, to 14. Uh, the kangaroos what kind of squad do they have obviously they're very good
1: yeah they have an outstanding football team uh you know they lost a couple of games at the end of the year to ascension catholic who made it to the state championship game in division four and then and southern lab but the big news out of kentwood is that trey palmer lsu commit uh he, he fractured his ankle last night so i'm not sure who, I'm, I'm sure he's not going to be available uh, you know into the semifinals they have their hands full they'll have to go up and take on haynesville next week in north louisiana
0: Hainesville, a perennial one A power, they dispatched Del Del High uh, sixty two to twenty eight. Uh, how do you do? You favor Hainesville, regardless of if that injury had taken place or not.
1: No, I've been on Kitwood all year. I thought they had the best team in one A. I thought they would win the state championship, and and they still have a lot of really good players. But you know, I was anxious to see when the bracket came out who would be two and who would be three because. Uh, with the rule now in the state of Louisiana, whoever's the higher seed is at home in the semifinals. So Kit was going to have to make that long trip up to Hainesville. And I think that certainly um, the home team has a major advantage in that in that rivalry. These teams have played a lot over the last few years.
0: Oak Grove beating uh, Oberlin 14-8. to Also West St. John uh, taking down Logansport, Port 24-23. So it'll be Oak Grove and West St. John in the uh, semis?
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, West St. John actually was down 20 to nothing yesterday in the fourth quarter and came back and won that football game, the defending State Champs, against Logan Sports, so big-time win for the Rams. <laughs> and Oak Grove, uh, you know, they have their best team in probably 10 years as one of the biggest teams in 1A, uh, biggest offensive line in the state, no doubt about it, uh, for the Oak Grove Tigers. They're undefeated.
0: Moving on to Class 2A here with Alan Waddell, Prep Football uh, Analyst. And Alan, Ameet continues to roll 48 to nothing over Franklin. Any, any surprises yesterday in the quarterfinals in 2A, or, or over the weekend, I should say?
1: No, not for me. I think uh, all the better teams won. I think we have the best four teams in the state playing next week with Manny playing Welsh, and then Ameet uh, is going to play Faraday. Faraday is a team that was one play from getting to a state championship game a year ago. They lost to St. Helena last year in the semifinals. They turned around and beat those guys last night in the quarterfinals. but I don't think anybody has uh, enough to to stay with the Ameet Warriors. They're the most talented team in the state. They have blue-chip athletes all over the field. Um, They're just a it it's almost unfair to have that many good players on a two A football team.
0: In the three A uh, quarterfinals last night, it was Iota twenty one North Webster fourteen, Kaplan twenty two Lake Charles, College Prep twelve, Sterlington thirteen, Union Parish twelve. How are they going to do that in the semis when there's only three teams left in the bracket?
1: No, there there should be one more at the bottom there, uh, Christian. Um, so Kaplan one. Sterlington one, uh, Eunice won. Eunice one okay, down there okay. in the bottom half. So Eunice is going to play. Um, Eunice is going to play Kaplan at home. Eunice is the two seed, and then at the top half of the bracket, Kaplan. I'm sorry, um, at the top half of the bracket, Iota is going to play Sterlington. Sterlington won a rematch last night over Union Parish by one point.
0: Okay, I didn't have Eunice in there. Uh, class four A in the uh, quarterfinals last night: Easton thirty four, Shreveport Northwood six, Carr forty eight, Bastrop nineteen, Neville twenty one, Lakeshore. Nothing so uh, just break down this quarterfinals into class 4A and, and what you're gonna look at in the semifinals.
1: I think we have two really good games uh, next week as Carr and Neville are gonna play at Berman Stadium uh, there in Algiers as we anybody that's followed high school football in our state that Carr and Neville has almost become an annual matchup. I mean it's just a, it's, it, most of the time it happens in the state championship game but it's going to happen in the semifinals this year. Carr's a machine. They keep on rolling. I, I thought when the bracket came out, we were on a collision course between Carr and Easton in the state championship game. They played a classic in Week 10 that Carr won by one point as Easton went for a two-point conversion uh, to win the, uh, uh, to, to try to win the game and came up a little bit short in that Week 10 matchup. But Easton's going to have their hands full. They're playing maybe the best team Leesville's ever had in school history. I mean, they've had some good ones. You know, you, look, you think back with Kevin Malai and then also when they had Cecil Collins, Uh, But right now they're undefeated, and they went and beat St. Martinville in a shootout last night, 53-49 to advance to take on Warren Easton.
0: The guy across from me, Herb Tyler um, Allen, is, is, is really stoked about this. This four A matchup potentially between uh, yeah, Eastern and Carr. look,
2: I went to Carr, and uh, and and I know all of the coaches over there. I know all of the coaches that were in Eastern as well. So this is potentially going to be a New Orleans uh, Superdome uh, state championship game coming in for the four A. I, I like it, man. I like it. I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah,
1: yeah I, you know, I, when the bracket came out for the casual fan that doesn't really have a dog in the fight, that's right. the game you want to see. Yep. I mean, that's the two best teams in four A. They're loaded with talent. I mean, Carr, the run they're on, we really haven't seen anything like it's, it, I right. mean, especially the public school side. I mean, they have been unbelievable. They, they've had three head coaches during this run. It doesn't matter. They just keep getting to the Dome, keep winning state championships. And, you know, Easton is certainly a formidable opponent. Like I said, they played a one-point game in the regular season.
2: Well, I'll share something with you. I don't know how much you know about Edna Car, but a long time ago Edna Carr was only a junior high program. And we literally won – 30, 40 uh, junior high championships. And there was a guy by the name of L. Ott who was the head coach. He instilled a lot of pride into everything that we did there. And uh, and then when they became in high school, um, the same thing happened. All he did was uh, Coach Watney, Coach Don Watney, instilled that same pride that we had in junior high into the high school program, and that's why you see it's so much pride uh, that that they have over there on the West Bank at Car. And I do too with them. Uh, I went there from seventh to ninth grade, won three championships uh, for junior high, and then all of my my friends continue to go on. I went on to Opaheke Walker, but my friends stayed at, at Car and they won two championships when they first initially started. So it was pretty it's pretty good special program over there, and it's always great to see those guys um, doing as well as they are.
0: No doubt about it. Allen, going on to the Class 5A, Destrehan taking down Terrebone, 31-14. to Zachary dispatching Acadiana, no easy task there. They're perennially uh, in the fight for the Dome, uh, making an appearance in the Dome as well. So, they, Zachary takes down Acadiana, 26-14. to West Monroe doing their thing. They're going to do what they do. They beat Rustin 34 to nothing. John Errett taking down East Ascension, uh, 27-24. And Destrehan, Zachary, West Monroe, who, who, who do you think ends up winning it all?
1: You know, I picked Zachary at the beginning of the year and even going into the playoffs. I know they had a couple of losses during the regular season where they lost to u and Catholic of Baton Rouge, certainly uh, two teams that are tremendous football teams. But it just seems like this time of the year, Zachary wins it. I mean, they just they they, they just hit another gear. And, uh, you know, they're trying to win three championships out of the last four years. And what they've done with Keelan Brown, their coach, David Brewerton. Um, you know, Christian, this is what a lot of people don't realize when you look at Zachary's run through this year. They had to go on the road in the second round to Hornville. They had to go on the road last week to Acadiana, and now they're going to have to go on the road again this week to Destrehan. So three games on the road for Zachary. If they can do that, that is certainly a great run to get to the state championship. Destrehan has a great team. I mean, John Emery scored four touchdowns in the second half yesterday against Terrebonne. But I'll tell you, one game that you really want to watch this weekend is John Aris is one of the best teams in our state. Their defense is serious. I mean, they're big, they're long, they're athletic. This is a rematch game. They went up and played Western Row in, in Week One, and I think Eric's a much better football team now than they were then. I think Eric goes up there and gives Western Row all they can handle uh, in Rubble Land.
0: Look, I w- I watched uh, Zachary beat Hanville uh, a couple weeks back in the second round of the playoffs, and they are physical. They are big. They are athletic. They are fast. I mean, everything you want in a state championship football team they have they possess every every part of that that element i mean and their their quarterback is something else to watch as well so i'm curious to see who comes out of that that gauntlet i mean you're talking about four i mean just outstanding Five A football teams: Destran, who's no stranger to the Superdome, uh, John Errett, West Monroe, who also is no stranger, along with Zachary as well. So that class five A, yep. whoever whoever ends up winning it will earn it. That's for sure.
2: I'm pulling for John Errett myself because my man Marcus Scott is the head coach over there. He and I went to school together. I love him to death, and I hope that he can pull it off. Alan, can
1: you sit well, I'll tight? Tell you this, it- well, I was going to tell you, just to tell you, the way that Eric game won last night, their quarterback goes down in the fourth quarter. They bring the backup in. He throws a touchdown pass
2: with 30 seconds to go to win it. So maybe it's Eric's special season. It might be, man. It'd be great, man. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Alan, sit tight for about four minutes as we uh, get okay. come back and we get the um, semifinals. Oh, it's one minute. We're only going to take about 60 seconds. Get the semifinals in the uh, Division one, two, three, and four. Also, 48-25, Shea Patterson is down. He's down. The Ohio State Buckeyes lead right now in the fourth quarter over Michigan. Alan, sit tight. We're coming to you. Part of our WWL All-State Sugar Bowl prep football crew. This is Tiger Tailgating here on WWL. LSU, Texas A&M tonight at 630 right here on WWL. Welcome back to Tiger Tailgating. Herb Tyler, Christian Garrick. Going a little prep scene here for the next couple of minutes. And once again, congratulations to Tulane. They're going bowling 29-28. They win over Navy. Yeah, that's Navy. I love it. Alan Waddell, co-host of the All-State Sugar Bowl prep football roundup each and every Friday night here on WWL. Going uh, Division One semifinals last night: Baton Rouge Catholic beats uh, Archbishop Rummel, thirteen to ten, a close one there. John Curtis fifty six to thirty four over Evangel Christian Academy, and so John Curtis and it'll be Baton Rouge Catholic in the semi are in, uh, in the in the finals, uh, Division One. That's a great matchup, Alan. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know that's a rematch from last year where Catholic got after Curtis and won the state championship. But you know, talking about last night's game. Uh, you know, John Curtis falls behind in the first quarter to Evangel 20-7. to Evangel ran back the opening kickoff wow. of the game. And then Curtis just explodes offensively, led by their quarterback, Colin Guggenheim, uh, to win that game pretty convincingly at Yanny Stadium. And I was actually in Baton Rouge for the uh, for the Catholic-Rummel game. And, you know, I know the Rummel fans uh, out there, are, they're heartbroken today. I mean, they outplayed Catholic for most of the game. Uh, had a lead 10 to 3 into the second half and Catholic rallied and got the win 13 to 3 they kicked the field goal as the game expired and uh Catholic had a third and 25 inside their 20 yard line on the last possession of the game with 1 minute to go and they hit about a 50 yard pass on a screen pass which set them up for an opportunity uh, to kick a field goal so I know Rummel is sick today as uh, they had a chance to get back to the dome but Catholic they just keep winning they're trying to win their thir- third and 4 years in division 1
0: Division two now. St. Thomas Moore taking down St. Charles Catholic forty nine to seven. University Lab forty three to fourteen over De La Salle. Another great matchup there in Division two.
1: I think University High is the best team in our state. Yep. All classifications, they're loaded with blue chip talent. I tell you, uh, you know, I've, I've covered high school football in our state for a long time. And if there's a better high school team in the nation this year than University High, I want to see it. Now, I will say this: I don't think they're going to run St. Thomas More off the field. Listen to this. <laughs> St. Thomas Moore is averaging 60 points a game this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're like video game numbers. Caleb Holstein, their quarterback, he's 6'5", 220, he's a junior, has big-time uh, playmaking ability. So I think St. Thomas Moore is the best opponent for those guys in Division Two. They played St. Charles last night. St. Charles for the season was giving up less than 10 points a game, and they put up 42 on those guys on the road.
0: Man, I was pulling for Newman last night. They couldn't get it done in Division Three uh they lose to notre dame 48 to 21 the pios just keep rolling break down this uh this matchup in division three
1: notre dame hasn't lost a regular season football game in four years um and now they're back to the superdome again they got there a year ago and they lost to catholic new iberia uh in the dome a year ago and these guys just seem like they're on a mission coach Louis cook and that program they're just a machine christian they just you know they seem like they get back every year they just reload they have an incredible culture over there in crowley and and the Pio's looking for another state championship. We don't know their opponent, as the game tonight uh, between Country Day and Catholic New Iberia will be played at five o'clock there in Old Metairie uh, for a chance to see who plays the Pio's in the state championship game.
0: They are a machine. I mean, Coach Louis Cook's been doing it seemingly forever over there. I mean, I remember when I started covering prep football on this station, he was over there winning championships. He's been doing it for a long, long time. Division four uh, semifinals, Ascension Catholic beats. Vermilion Catholic, 37-13, to 13. Lafayette Christian Academy, 35, Southern Lab, 20. So it's Ascension Catholic and Lafayette Christian Academy.
1: That's, that's another rematch. You know, last year's state championship game was that. Lafayette Christian got the win. And most yep. people thought, including myself, when the year started, even when the bracket came out, that Southern Lab would win it. I mean, Southern Lab is loaded with talent. Five of the top prospects in our state play for the Kittens. They struggled to get by Washington Christian last week. And then Lafayette Christian went to Baton Rouge yep. and beat those guys last night. I mean, Lafayette Christian has a really good football team. They only gave up points in one game during the regular season. They had yep. nine shutouts. Yep. Uh, they're very good on defense. Ascension Catholic, was a team that um, they lost to the Southern Lab in the regular season. They finished the year beating Kentwood. And I think Ascension Catholic is on a mission. This is going to be a great division four title game and in a, in a classification that since we've had the split seems to have been lopsided. It seems like we have a lopsided winner every year. I don't think it'll be this year as I think this is going to be a great game in division four.
2: Yeah. My man, Trent Fox is doing a great job over Lafayette Christian,
1: man. He's done it. I mean, their culture is incredible. Yep. I mean, like I said, I mean, that's it, <laughs> It's un- it's unbelievable nine shutouts out of ten games. I mean, it's crazy that's how crazy. good the defense they're playing. And yeah. I mean, they've only given up like forty points on the season combined, including the playoffs.
2: And, and it looks like they're going to con- finish the season off like that, which is weird. Because I mean, you know, you just you think about like you said, they went to uh, Baton Rouge and, and they did what they did there. It's just they're on a roll, man. They're gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be tough to beat them.
0: I, Allen, I agree. I think we're gonna have a good game though. Yep. Alan, who's the best player in the state that's currently going to be in the playoffs? Like, who are the teams in the playoffs? Who's got the best player? I mean, I, I guess it's it's
1: easy to say John Emery. I mean, John Emery is you know, one of the top backs in the nation. I mean, he put, he's been put on a show in class. I mean, think about River Parish football in the last couple of years. You saw Puka Williams carry Hawnville to the Dome last year and then turns around, goes to Kansas, rushes for over 1,000 yards yep. uh, for that Kansas team. And now John Emery. Back-to-back years, you have two fantastic running backs that are trying to get their River Parish team into the state championship. I t- a guy that, that I like, that I feel like is – uh, very underrated in my opinion um is Michael hollins, the tailback for for university high he 's committed to Virginia he really makes that thing go and then in the small school a meet like I mentioned earlier they just are loaded i mean devonte lee he 's he 's one of my favorite players in the state he 's an old school uh skilled position player he 's physical he 's two hundred and fifteen pounds will come down and hit you on defense can go off and make physical catches and ismail shopshire um six five three thirty is can be the most dominant defensive player in the nation when he wants to play and and he's been playing during the uh, during the postseason and amy's been rolling through the bracket alan waddell
0: at alan g waddell on twitter part of our prep coverage here on the all-state sugar bowl prep football roundup each and every friday night and uh, alan who's the best quarterback pure quarterback you you feel like left in the playoffs uh,
1: i'm gonna give you two i'm gonna give you two answers <laughs> uh, i would say keelan brown is the best overall player i mean he's a he's an athlete for zachary what he does throwing the ball and also running the ball he's a dual threat guy but for saint thomas moore caleb holstein i mean he is he's the big deal and let me tell you what, what's unique for those that, that aren't really following high school football in our state caleb holstein's had an incredible year and saint thomas is averaging 60 points per game and they have a freshman quarterback uh that's jamie howard's son walker howard who's supposed to be one of the top prospects uh young quarterback in the nation so it's hard to believe that you're a junior. You're putting up video game-like numbers for St. Thomas Moore, and then you almost are in a quarterback controversy in your own school. That just shows you how loaded St. Thomas Moore is on the offensive side of the football.
0: Alan Waddell, looking forward to your coverage along with Seth and our prep crew throughout the I mean the semifinals and our state championship edition in a couple of weeks. Alan, thanks, man.
1: All right, guys. Thanks for having me.